yeah, yeah, test, yeah. test. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Thank you for Thank having you for joining us. Here. Yeah. Awesome to have you. Be back in the flats. Yeah. <laughs> got a uh, quick announcement too. We got a new sponsor in the flats, so we got to thank Capital Brewing for coming on board. Yes, sir. And, uh, helping us out. They've been kind enough to celebrate. They're giving us a code, Massive Flats. Use it at capitalbrewing.co for 10% off in store. We'll have more on that later, but first of all, thank you guys for coming in, of taking course. the time. Uh, thank you for having this us. It's so sweet, and uh, we really appreciate it. What's been happening? You guys been in the studio? Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. actually been working yeah. together a lot recently. Yeah, yeah the been past been two, three weeks, two, I think. Three weeks. How many songs yeah. is it now? Like, each session's like at least like two songs. Each session's at least a couple, yeah. yeah so I we've done... I think well, about now we have about eight, ten. Yeah. Just like ideas. Damn. It's flown it's, by yeah, like crazy. It's crazy. They're not full full tracks, but yeah. they're you know they're something they're cool ideas. I yeah. think I think now it's just like we know what we like expect. Like we know how to flow. Yeah, yeah, work, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we get in there, we just get to it. And yeah, like, all the technical difficulties and stuff is all behind <laughs> yeah. us now. We've gotten through all that. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, because like I've seen how you mix your vocals, because that was my biggest thing. Yeah. I, and now I'm like, okay, I'll just copy what he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sped yeah. up a lot. That's yeah. cool too. I like having sessions where everyone kind of knows what they're doing like there's nothing worse than going into a session where there's somebody that has no idea how mixing or production works yeah or even how to record yeah, yeah. and they're just there and they're kind of like they're almost like a liability yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like not to throw shade on anyone in particular but like sometimes i have a session with somebody and they're just like they you know i try to record them and they're just they're not working with the microphone properly yeah. and then afterwards then i'm trying to mix their vocal and they're just kind of like impatient they don't understand why it's not sounding good and they're like oh i need to do it again and i'm like no just give me some time <laughs> and i can get this to sound nice yeah and yeah i don't know it's just kind of it's refreshing to do yeah. sessions with you because it's like everything we do it's like there's no yeah. kind of um points like that where i'm trying to explain something you're trying to explain something we're just like yeah and we're honest with each other as well yeah yeah i remember the first session because like i up until like that point i hadn't really been like yo i don't really like this can you try this mm. and then that session I, I i was just like try this try this and i i think it really worked yeah out yeah yeah it was tight it yeah, was tight yeah. and i don't mind like as well like i don't mind having you being like can you try this or oh, I don't think that sounds yeah. good like that's sometimes how you get shit. there yeah. that's how you, yeah. all right hey what you trying <laughs> to say sometimes like my suggestions <laughs> actually <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing yeah. uh, that's funny no um, but I because I, mm. I've had so many sessions where like with people who just like brand new to it and then it feels like work it genuinely feels like a yeah. lot of work yeah because firstly like they don't know how to record so you gotta teach yeah. them and you gotta be like you gotta have confidence because like sometimes they're yeah, yeah. and then but doing it with you, it's just like, okay, this is what how it's meant to be. This yeah. is just quick. And it's like, it, yeah. it feels like, it It doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And yeah. when you go to like big studio sessions where like you go to like, I don't know, um, I've done sessions in Forbes Street Studios where, you know, that's in Sydney and they're massive multi-million dollar setup. And yeah. If you, we got, I, we got paired with like this really dope engineer there. And it's that's what the session is supposed to be like, yeah. where everyone kind of knows what's happening, and you just jump in there, you yeah. record, you do your thing, and then you get out, and then it's already like pre-mixed and whatever, and yeah. it's like sounding nice, and like there's no, 
there's no messing around and there's no like moment where nothing's flowing. Yeah. That's another thing I yeah. like as well. Like you get in there, you start making a beat, I start writing straight away. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't take time. Like it's <laughs> it's real quick. It's, it's scary sometimes though. Sometimes I'm like I'm trying to like delay it because I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I, I have a melody <laughs> in mind or something. <laughs> like Half the time, I, d- I don't know where it's going. I'm like, okay, this maybe is today's one of the days where like I just can't get something out. Yeah. But yeah. then I, d- I think it's just the fact that we just keep going. Mm. And we I've keep had those days yeah. in our sessions. Oh, yeah. I've had those days where I've, I've ha- had nothing. I was like, bro, I've got nothing. I'm yeah. sorry. But to be, I have it easier as a producer because even if the beat is like kind of like I'm not loving it, I'll hear your vocal. So, and then that just inspires yeah, it more. Yeah. yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the same goes the other way around, though, as well. I yeah. think just I've been having writer's block lately, so that's that's yeah. a whole different thing. Like, I've been having, finding it tough, but, um, yeah. I, I find, for me, writer's block, it's the same time every year. So, like, really? first, yeah. For, so, for me, it'll be, it's literally, it just coincides when school happens. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, you get writer's block when you're at school or when you're... So, it'll, for the first few weeks of school, like, uh, I take a break. And then I have so much inspiration. I'm like, fuck, I don't have the time to do it. And then I get out of school and it's like, all right, it's just going. And then after that, I've got writer's block for ages. Really? Yeah. And then always at the, like the December, January, February, that's like my most productive time. I think. Really? Yeah. I've never tried to think about it like that. Like I've never tried to think about why I've had writer's block, which I probably (laughs) should because it probably helped me get rid of it quicker. But yeah, yeah, I just be like, oh damn, I'm just not creative in the moment. So maybe that's just how like, because I always think everything's like seasonal. Like like, when I was younger, like in year three, I'd be like, oh, this is a year when I'm going to be funny. Yeah, and then and then the next year will be like okay, I'm recovering from funny, and then year five <laughs> recovering <be> from funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it'll be like every for for school, I'd always think okay, it's a new se- like it's seasonal, like it always happens on the second year or some shit like that. Mm. And then like like during year eleven, I was like okay, this is a study year, and then year twelve was like oh, it's funny. Like that's still how I think. Really, and I, I don't that's know. That's really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been like that. I've kind of like. I just kind of go with the flow with whatever, yeah, whatever's happening in my mind. I suck at going to the flow. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always trying to like preempt shit. Yeah, like even if I'm trying to like say I'm bored, I'm, yeah. I'm always trying to plan something with like someone. Right. I'm always like, let's do right. this. Yeah, like in my head, it's always like, like you can always change the way, like you can always change the circumstance. Like, yeah, obviously sometimes you can't, but like, yeah, in that, I do try. I do in terms of like career path type stuff i'd be planning mentally all the time but yeah in terms of like how i am socially or whatever i just kind of like i just go oh i guess at the moment i don't feel like talking to nobody i guess at the moment i feel like going and like doing something yeah yeah Yeah. i just kind of go with the flow with that kind of stuff do you find when you're like in your mode of like i want to get music done you don't really want to talk to people like you just like yes (laughs) yeah yeah yes and it's so annoying like at the moment I'm living with my mom, which is great yeah. in so many ways. But um, and like she hooked me up with a mad studio setup, which is cool. But then, like at the same time, I'll be making something, and then she'll like pop in to tell me something, and I'm just like in my my brain, yeah. like it's so rude, <laughs> and I would never actually say this, but in my brain, I'm just like, leave me the oh, hell yeah, alone. Yeah, I need space. Yeah, I need to be just left on my own shit. Like I can't be dealing with nobody talking to me right yeah. now. It's gonna ruin my mood. It's gonna ruin my whole vibe, and yeah. I won't be able to do anything. So that, yeah, that that happens all the time. Like even just yesterday, I was working on um 
Let me be honest. Yeah. And then Let Me Be Honest is an unreleased track, by the way. And I was working on that and my mom just walks in and she's like, yada, yada, yada. and yeah. I was like, <laughs> I had to turn it down because I was like, oh, you're ruining the mood, man. Yeah. And then and then she left and it just took a while to get back into it. Yeah. Because it's so easy to break flow. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's fucked. Maybe that's like the whole um, Achilles heel of like artists is this that it's so easy to get out of that creative zone. Or maybe maybe not for some people. Maybe there are some like Zen master type people yeah. out there that are just like locked in and you can't shift them. But for me, I've kind of... Much problems. Shit on the stories. Yeah. This was I wasn't even meant to put this out. It was just like it was two AM and I was like fuck yeah. <laughs> so I just edited this. It's dope that you've been getting into like different types of media as well. Yeah. I mean I have yeah. to because like I can't afford to pay all of that. Well it's been really cool to see you putting these stories up on Instagram that's sort of the behind the scenes stuff and how these songs have come about. Like mm. this one, um, and, and you were showing another video with the freestyle and yeah. um, and how you were recording a, um, a a demo, I guess, of your vocals compared to a, oh, a rap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's just really interesting stuff. Yeah. So has that been fun, kind of putting that stuff out? The real motivation for all that is just to go TikTok viral. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then for some reason, Instagram reels do better than TikTok. But I, I don't... I th it's also a part of like um you know how they say document everything mm. i i feel like that's tr very true especially for art and yeah. like music like people i find like they don't really people will watch anything even if yeah. you're doing nothing yeah so that's why i'm always like i just want to put something out keep it consistent mm. and I'm, I'm i don't even know what i'm posting at this point i'm just like oh what should i post today i'm big on that as well that whole document everything i mean i don't be doing it though but yeah. i should be but yeah, I'm big on that. I guess it's hard, though, when you're on your own in the studio yeah. to be documenting what you're doing because yeah. you're just trying to, like, lock in and do your thing. Yeah. And I don't want to be thinking about, oh, what's the camera angle for this yeah. as well at the same time. Whereas when we're together, then we can do that. Yeah, like, yeah. We can have one of us can be like, okay, I'm going to film this. I'm going to film yeah. that. Like, I was filming you um, playing the keys the other day, and I was just <laughs> like, this looks sick, like this angle of him. like, And it probably looked trash because I'm not a <laughs> videographer, but I thought it was cool at the time. I mean, that's, that's it, though. Like, you we never have that chance that's why i think there's like the benefit of actually having like a full team mm, it's just like yeah. you can get all that shit like yeah. fully going but we're slowly getting there we're slowly yeah. getting there yeah i get envious whenever i see videos of like my favorite artists and they're in the studio and it's like a full-on like properly shot video yeah. of them and like like and i mean it doesn't even have to be like super clean crisp like the highest quality video but yeah. it's just like it's well shot in that it's capturing everything that's happening yeah. in the moment and i think that's cool and i think it, like, yeah and like those moments they're not even like specific to that artist yeah. like we all have those moments like yeah. you know those moments when you're just like you're having a shit day and then you make something sick yeah that's that's one of the best feelings yeah. and like being able to film that would i reckon would be one of the sick yeah 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 capturing that would be crazy yeah oh like even um I don't know. I just blanked. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of capturing stuff, you you guys have both worked a lot with Burroughs. Yeah, all your videos, for real. So yeah. He's the man in town. Yeah, shout out Jamie. Yeah, Jamie's so nice. And like his whole team, like um, Southside Media as well. Yeah, yeah. Southside Media is a G. Yeah, yeah, so have you guys been getting that team in that sense around you? Like from 
from your weirdo gang get days and now you're oh, producing yeah. your own stuff too yeah. um yeah i mean we still work with all the same people um i don't think i feel like we've kind of shifted even though we've gone solo like um i'm still like i've i've got a video idea that i was just shooting to jamie um literally today yeah. um we're planning that it's gonna be dope but um yeah we still we're still mixing in the same circles and i think that's important like you once you build good relationships to keep them healthy because at the end of the day with this music like you can go so far but if you don't have the right people with you then yeah it, it, it'll all fall apart really quickly whereas if you take the right people with you um and they take you with them like it, it, it you just build off each other and it becomes like yeah. a, a real solid structure yeah is it yeah it's easier to like work with because i the way i see it is like if someone has like five opportunities they get a year and then yeah you work with three other people those five opportunities can like yeah they each have five yeah, opportunities yeah, and yeah, stuff. like yeah. it just maximizes your potential yeah and i think that's the way that's what, definitely the way i think because it's like this uh, is a jam yeah i remember filming this with um, yeah, jamie doing this was crazy yeah. i directed this really yeah so when you directed it how how did you like go about it like uh, well, I mean, the first thing was like the shot list. Um, I put together the shot list with Jamie and I was just like, yo, like I want to have um, us at the basketball courts there because that's like such an iconic spot for Belkana. And then um, the studio shots as well. I was just like, I just want us to be having fun. Um, the stair shot, actually, this was Jamie's idea. That was yeah, sick. That came out sick. Um, but yeah, yeah. This video saved that. What he did with the graphics and stuff too yeah. just worked so well. I, re I remember being like, there's one scene in this where I'm on the ground getting bashed. Well, you're the one that didn't want to be in the video properly. So, oh, you know, that was your yeah, fault. You, yeah. you became the scapegoat for that. <laughs> yeah, so much fun we had doing this video. That was, a, that was a really fun day, yeah. Yeah. It, I remember I just came back from school straight after there and I was like filming a video. I yeah. was like telling everyone at school, yo, I'm going to shoot a music video. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> And yeah, but the energy that we wanted to capture was just like kind of um, like a party kind of vibe in terms of like the amount of fun that we're having. And um, I think we captured that. Oh, uh, yeah. We're turning up. We're turning up. And what was the sort of decision to wrap up the project? Um, with Weirdo Gang? Yeah, with Weirdo Gang. Well, um, not wrap it up, but put it on ice maybe. Um, well, I guess we all a very different artist like me Amaze, um miracle oh, i should be calling them by their artist names huh? <laughs> party and chief we're, we're all different They're artists still around pumping out stuff too, yeah so. yeah so chief's got a new single called on me out so people should check that out if they're watching um and then oh and party's got a new single out called um what's that one called my way I think so. It's got a it's feature feature currency Baba. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's featuring currency Baba, so that's a dope track that just came out. Um, and yeah, but we're all doing different <laughs> stuff. So like, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was you on the ground getting stopped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That always happens. I pull it off. Yeah, but um, you gotta get that replay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think you went a bit forward. But yeah, so we're all kind of doing different stuff at the moment. You're doing different stuff at the moment. Yeah. So we just kind of decided. To, and we're all living in different areas now as well. So, well, at the time that we split, 
Mez was in Melbourne. I was living in Sydney, and then Eleven was living here in Canberra. So it just kind of like didn't make sense to mm. keep going. It was too difficult to like we we were barely making any music, so it wasn't like a a beef thing or anything like that. It wasn't <laughs> course, like the group yeah. broke up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it was nothing like that. So the the possibility is always there for us to do something in the future. I think, but yeah. we're all happy doing our own thing at the moment. I I even found when I, like I was producing for everyone like it was like okay i know this track suits a maze more so yeah, in, in yeah, my computer yeah. i had a, a maze type beat yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holmes from pluto type beat yeah yeah, like yeah. in there and like ev- it's cool because you got i got to see like people everyone finding their style eventually yeah like fully like miracle went fully like the afro swing afro yeah, swing yeah. type vibe and then you kind of went like the different like i, I don't know how to, I characterize, don't know how to characterize it, it <laughs> because i'll be doing so much different yeah. shit yeah, and then Amaze went the kind of like hard trap like yeah, type yeah. vibe, and it was sick just seeing all that. I reckon. Yeah, or and you've gone into like a real, real experimental lane now. I, I definitely because you used to just make trap beats. I remember, yeah. and, and now yeah. I despise that. Like yeah. now I'm like you despise it. Even? I'm very anti. If like if you're in my view, it's like if you're a producer, you can make music and we can make something you like that is very different to just a trap beat. Yeah. You should be doing that. And you yeah. shouldn't just like stick to that because yeah. I, I, I had to make those to get good. But yeah. then now it's like, I definitely know what like I want to do. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like every like, this I is th- something that you did. This is crazy. This was, what was this? I had a exam the next day and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna make it. <laughs> How'd you do on that exam? <laughs> I think I did alright. <laughs> and then um I, I just banged this out. I was like, you know what, this is actually pretty cool. And I just kept like tweaking it after a while. Mm. And then um elderly visuals hit me up for the visuals. Oh uh, yeah, elderly yeah. opera. Yeah, elderly yeah, yeah. opera. And then That's my guy. Everyone just everything just kinda aligned and I just dropped it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love this track. It's like driving in the middle of the day almost like it's so much energy but it's like focused at the same yeah. time if that makes sense i i think the vocal for it is actually um a weekend sample really yeah you wouldn't be able to tell no like, no way yeah and i thought it was like an opera sample or something <laughs> and it like for that track it was like i don't want to make a melody because making a melody for this would be too hard yeah and then so the actual acapella of that yeah had like um so when they make acapellas they get the beat and the actual yeah. song and then they reverse the polarity so it cancels out everything except for the vocal that's real weird yeah so that's how they get the acapellas and so in the acapella you had like these artifacts that were just like um like the keyboards from the start yeah, of it. Yeah, so i just yeah. flipped that and turned it into the keyboard you hear in there oh so it's all completely from the sample oh that's tight yeah that's wild. <laughs> I think you went way deep into that as well. Like some people, if they're watching that, they would be like, I have no idea what he's talking oh, yeah, about, yeah. but it sounds so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and like, because it was just a loop, I had to, I was like, how do I turn a loop into a song? So I was just like, I'll take the snare out here. I'll take yeah. that out. And just little things like that, I find yeah, really, that really helped me like figure out what I want to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What about, um, what about you when you're like, when you're going, when you're rapping, right? <coughs> The one thing I can never figure out about rap is like, how do you come up with new flows? How do I come up with new flows? That's yeah. like my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Um, I I just kind of like do what's called monkey spinning. Yeah. Which is where you kind of like mumble a rhythm or a flow without any actual words. I mean, yeah. there might be some words thrown in there, but 
Um, I just do that over a beat or sometimes not over a beat and I try to purposefully break the rhythm that I'm doing, yeah. if that makes sense. So say my rhythm is like dun 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 I'll purposefully break it up so it's dun 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 and like if I just do that and then I can put words to it, then it'll come up with a new flow, basically. That's oh, how I okay. do it. I don't know how other people do it, but that's what I do. Um, that's that's really interesting because <coughs> I, I, remember, I remember when we first met, you were like, rap is percussion, and I've never seen it Yeah, that I still feel that way. Yeah. Rap is percussion. Ra- definitely, definitely. Because singing is, you know, vocal melodies, yeah. obviously, but it's like, I, I can't remember when I came up with that, but I was just like, basically... It's still music because some people were trying to tell me that rap wasn't music. Yeah. And I was like, well, it is music. It's definitely musical. And I was trying to work out how it's musical. And I was like, well, it's like percussion. Percussion, yeah. you know, there's no melodic element to it. It's just tonal and it's like yeah, in your face. And that's what rap is. And then you can blend rap with melodic rapping and there's all different kinds of stuff you can yeah. do. But yeah, at the end of the day, that's how I feel. I'm just like rap is percussion. And like that, I think that actually helped me like, learn how to produce a lot more because initially i had no rhythm mm. so i didn't know how to i didn't know how to like what clapping the beat or anything was really and i i, I oh, yeah, you told me this you said you you just couldn't find a beat yeah yeah like um i remember <coughs> one specific we came back from like a family function yeah and like like i, I couldn't dance and mommy bubble were like bro you have you have no rhythm yeah i was like what do you mean what, what is rhythm with that and then <laughs> on the car ride back we were just playing music and they're like, my sister and my dad were clapping. My mom doesn't have rhythm either. Really? She, they were clapping in the music and then like, they were like, just clap to the beat and like figure it out. Yeah. I was like, what do, you, what do you mean? What's the timing? What, what, what do you and mean? And you couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Wow. And then what happened was I had to, I started learning like an Indian instrument called Dol. Yeah. And then like, because I, I had no rhythm, it didn't work. Yeah. And then eventually like, just over time, like as you're like learning the instrument, you realize rhythm just means it fits in like certain pockets. Yeah. And then when like you when you said to me rap was percussion, then it clicked to me that like different flows can only fit in some types of beats. Yeah. Because just like when you're playing like an Indian instrument, you can't just do like a triplet a triplet beat. Yeah, yeah. On like a normal like thing, and so then I was always like, okay, if they want this type, it'd have to be a little like that. Yeah. And that's definitely how I like produce now. Yeah. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk about was actually um the difference between working with a producer and in-house producer, whether it's working with them online where they send you a beat and you work with them and send it back or whatever, or whether it's actually in the studio, the difference between doing that and like buying YouTube beats. Because, like, for me, when I started rapping, I mean, when I started rapping, I started rapping over instrumentals of songs that I liked. And it was mostly old school stuff like Gangstar beats and Dilla beats and stuff like that. But um, eventually I I found YouTube beats and that was where I could find, like, some original content where I was like, okay, nobody's got this beat. I can use or not as many people have this beat so I can use this beat and um, spit to it and it'll be something like my own song. And then when I got introduced to actually working with different producers, like you were one of the first producers that I actually worked with. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was kind of like a real different experience because um, when you're in there and the music's being created in front of you, 
you kind of get inspired by that whole process and that whole um, experience as opposed to just having the beat already made in front of you. It's already finished. Yeah. And you kind of have to work to it, if that makes sense. So would you prefer having like the beat there and writing to it or would you prefer like writing as the beats being I made. prefer writing as the beats being yeah. made. Like it, it it makes more sense from a creative process. Like yeah. it's just because like you said, like I said, rap is percussion. It it has to fit the rest of the music. Yeah. Whereas when you imagine if you're a guitarist and somebody gives you a track and it's got a piano and it's got drums and it's got a bass and it's got a I don't know, a trumpet on it yeah. as well. And then they're like, okay, now play guitar over this whole track. Yeah. It's a little bit more difficult than being there and like being a part of the process. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like trying to build a bathroom into a house after the whole house is already built. Yeah. It's like, no, I want to be building the bathroom while the house is being built. And like, oh, it makes yeah. way more sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because then otherwise, yeah, because then even after the, the house is built, you even have to go like mm. fixing the bathroom, which that takes even more time. Exactly. Which is why I don't like, when people are like, can you make me this type of beat? I really don't like doing it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I don't want to do that because you're going to have something that you don't like about it and I'm yeah. going to have to change it yeah. when I don't want exactly, to. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and it is cool still to work that way. Like, I don't mind having beats sent to me and then working with them. Like, I do that all the time yeah. and it's still, like, tight. But, it's yeah, it's a whole different experience when you're actually there while the instrumental's being made. And yeah. yeah. I find, like, like, like... It makes sense that you want this type of vibe, but as a producer, like if my vibe is completely different, taking like my producing time out of the day to like, it's very selfish because yeah, like, in yeah. my head, it's like, if I want to produce, I want to produce my style. And yeah. so if I'm producing someone else's style, I'm like, I don't really want to do this. Plus when you work with someone, if you work with them enough times, you'll create your own, um, style that yeah. works together you you create something new yeah. together like me and you we've worked together so many times now where when we come together it's not quite you it's not quite me yes yeah, it's, it's a blend yeah. of the both yeah and um i think that's really important for creating authentic music as well because it, it it forces you to try new things and yeah yeah when do you think you like found your <laughs> own um like style like your own what you call from pluto i'm still finding it yeah I thought I found it at one point in time, but um, since then I've grown past that and grown yeah. past what was creating that. So that was maybe two or three years ago. And yeah, I still think I'm still looking for that because yeah. I like making so many different types of music um, and I haven't really found anything where I'm like, yeah, this fully represents me. So yeah. I'm still looking for it, I think. I think I think you've found your sound. I, I think I have. It's just, yeah, because I, yeah, I really like my sound also. <laughs> yeah. Like, um. But I think I've I've gen I forced that because I was like I want I know what I wanted to sound like. Basically, the way I found it was my sister showed me this artist called Troy Boy, mm -hmm. and I was like, Troy Boy is sick. He like yeah. does EDM except he mixes like world type music, and I was like, that's yeah. sick. And then basically, the way I found my style, I think it's just by listening to a bunch of similar music. But I guess that's harder to do as a rapper because. Like, Not necessarily, because as a rapper, you can just listen to, say you listen to Young Thug, Gunna, Lil Baby, yeah. and you just try to rap like that. Boom, you found your sound. Yeah. It's real simple. So. But I feel like it's more limited in the sense that it's only a vocal. Whereas in like a producing... Yeah, like, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You have more tools at your disposal, yeah. I guess, whereas you just have your voice as a rapper. There's more things you can just say, oh, that's like, 
that's hit, that's his. Like Troy Boy has his own like build up style. Yeah. Like it's the same build up every time, <coughs> and like you, it's very easy to say that's a Troy Boy build up. Yeah. But as a rapper, it'd be like making your own flow would be incredibly difficult because yeah. most most of the flows I've already been like done. Everything's already been done before. Yeah. It's it's about mastering something that's that not many people are doing. I think. Do you think that's true that everything's been done? Hundred percent. Like. Every flow. Everything's been done in in a, in a way before. Yeah. Not necessarily exactly the way that you're doing it, but like, if you make a beat, every melody that you play in that beat has been played before. Yeah. Not necessarily on the same instrument, but it's been played before. Or if I put some words together, those words have been put together before. Maybe not in the exact same way, but they've been put together before. Yeah, but then but then you can say that about anything. Like. Yeah. But I think when people say everything you've done has been done before. Like that specific type of like idea, like yeah. the full idea has been done before. Like yeah. I think, <coughs> I think, I, I don't think that's possible. Like yeah. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, nobody had run the hundred meters in nine point whatever seconds yeah. until Usain Bolt did it. So, you know, but that's what, but like when people say it's already been done, like someone's already thought of that. Right. Yeah. So in that sense, would you count that as being done? Like, mm, no, so it has to no, have, it has to, have to be executed okay. for it to have been done before. Yeah, I guess, yeah, because if it was the other way around, people would just be like, oh, I thought about that before, so it doesn't really yeah. count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought about running 100 meters in seven seconds, so it's been Yeah, so before. like 9.1, not that impressive. Yeah, <laughs> not so good, brother. Yeah, keep trying, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd like to take a quick break. All right. Get, get All right. top of our drinks and, uh, yeah, we'll... Be back soon. All right, cool. Well, we are super excited to announce we got our first sponsor here at the Flats. We got Capital Brewing coming on board to help us uh, keep doing what we're doing here at the Flats. Uh, to celebrate, they've given us a promo code to use at capitalbrewing.co for 10% off in store. Uh, that's going to run until Friday at midnight, so getting quick. You can jump out online and grab all their classic beers. If you're over 18, order a case, get it delivered for free. And they've also got all their all their merch, some of the capital staples in there. And they've also recently dropped a new line, um, which you can check out on their Instagram. So be sure to follow at Capital Brewing on their Instagram too. Uh, for more um, but yeah it's really awesome to have uh, the capital guys on board they're huge supporters of the Canberra arts and uh, music community so it's great that they can uh, be involved and help us uh, keep putting out content for you guys too so yeah be sure to use uh, the promo code mustardflats at capitalbrewing.co for 10% off in store It'll last till Friday at midnight and uh, yeah, jump on there and support uh, one of the great local businesses here in Canberra and uh, yeah, we'll get back to it. Just before we leave, you were talking about your style. Where, where's your um, your heritage and your Punjabi side of your, your music come out? Uh, is that part of your style too? I think like, yeah, it de definitely is because like, if I had to say my, what my inspirations were, it'd be three things. It'd be like Bard, which is like been like sick prayer music. Right. And then it'd be like 
Troy Boy and Kanye. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a sick combination. <laughs> and I like in my music, like I, it might not be clear like the Indian side, but like I feel like there's always like a little like touch of like the African mm. or like Indian yeah, yeah. in it. And that's completely <coughs> unintentional. Yeah. It just kind of happens. I, I I always hear that in your music, yeah. and, and sometimes, <laughs> I <definitely laughs> yeah, sometimes I I'll even be we'll be working together, and I'll be like, damn, how am I gonna spit over this Indian stuff? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> how am I gonna fit to this? Yeah. But it works. But yeah, yeah it's crazy because yeah, there's it's always. What I love about you is that your your culture is always really present in your music, and that's super dope. Because yeah. um, I don't really have that. Because I don't have like super strong ties to any of my roots in that type of way. So like, all of what I've got is coming from what's directly around me and my direct life experience. Yeah. Whereas it feels like you're almost pulling from your ancestors, <laughs> which is crazy. I I don't know if it's ancestors. It's just like I really like that sound. I really want to copy it. Yeah. <laughs> I like the sound. Yeah. I want to copy it. Yeah. I like that. My dad's always telling me, he's like, because my dad's an artist, right? He's, a, he, he's yeah. always talking about like inspiration and like stuff like that. He's always like, no, I think it was like Picasso who said, um, no idea is original. Every, like a true artist just steals everything or some shit like that. <laughs> like credit where credit is due, but like the stealing part, I think is very true. Like you yeah. take what you like. And then yeah, eventually, and you flip it. Yeah. yeah, and that I definitely I see like in my music true everywhere. Not saying yeah. that I still, but like <laughs> no, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I definitely do that as well. Like I'll, I'll hear a bar and I'll be like, okay, I want to say that, yeah. but I want to say it in my way. But I want to say that basically. Yeah. In fact, it's crazy. There was this one bar that I had in a song once. It was like, um, what was it? I'm just gonna let me think of it. Let me take two seconds to think <laughs> of it. Um, Yeah. This is a crazy track right here. What was the story behind it? The story behind the song? Or the, yeah. Um, the song, basically, the story behind it was um, I was just out of a relationship. And um, there was this chick that I was seeing, but I wasn't really serious about it. It's kind of cold. <laughs> um, I, I had no intentions of it being like a relationship or anything like that. Um, but I think that that's what they wanted, and so they were trying to grab onto more than what was there, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so that's why it's like, I don't love you, I just need something to do. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of cold when you look at it like that, but that's that's where I was at, and I was in a very, like, I was in a pretty dark space, actually, when I made the song, which you, I think you can hear it in the music a little bit, so, you know. Um, but I was also confronting myself a lot. Um, and I tried to reflect that in the video. Like I tried to um, look like I'm, I've got my chest open because like I'm, I'm bleeding out my heart and oh, I'm like, you know, okay. kind of discovering myself more. Um, do you find like real life situations inspired? Like a lot of yourself? Most of what I do is inspired by my real life. If not, if I'm telling a story, um, it's still loosely inspired by my experiences or somebody else's experiences maybe but most of the time what I do is like directly inspired by myself do you think it'd be like a bit cheating as a rapper if you were like rapping something that wasn't really happening like <laughs> you asking that question is gonna get me in trouble oh, yeah. I, would, I would say yes yeah. I would say yes and I know plenty of people that do it and that's them they can do that and it's still creative yeah. it's definitely creative but in terms of rap, I feel like it's, yeah, maybe cheating a little bit yeah. if you want to put it like that. Um, if you're 
talking about something as though it's you, even though you never did it. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon it's fine if you say it, but then you got to be clear. Like, oh, it's, it's just... It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you got to be clear that yeah, it's just it's music. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, story. Do you think of the bar? The bar. Oh, <laughs> no, I completely forgot because I was thinking about that. The bar was basically um, saying about, like... Well, the bar that I took it from, and I didn't even realize that I did it, was spit it in Braille so that you'll eventually feel me. Um, that's a Mick Jenkins oh, yeah. bar. And I'd always really liked the song that it's from. But um, I wrote a bar that was very similar, something to do with like spitting it in Braille yeah. um, so that people can feel me. And um, yeah, I didn't even realize that I'd taken that bar from that place yeah. until my friend was listening to the song and he was like, yo, isn't this a Mick Jenkins bar? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's not. And he was like, yeah, it is. And he was like, which song is it from? And he like pulled up the song and like played it. And I was like, yo, I feel so stupid right now. <laughs> but that's how art works. Like normally you're going to see something and yeah. you're just going to want to take it and like do it in your own way. And I didn't even realize that I did it with that bar. But, you know, that's how it goes. When you're writing, do you ever get stuck on one bar? Yes, yeah. all the time. How long does it take to fix that? Does it ever get fixed? Sometimes. <laughs> and that's when the song happens. Because I... Re oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think... Like, how often do you think that happens? Like, every song? Like at the moment, very often. Yeah. Sometimes, never. Like, it depends on where I'm at creatively. So, yeah. at the moment, I got writer's block. So, it's almost every single line. I'm just like, how do I write this how do i say this how do i put this together it doesn't make sense or even i'll just get stuck before i've even wrote the next bar and i'm just like what am i gonna say next yeah. i have no idea whereas sometimes when i'm really in my element the whole song just flows like i don't get stuck at all i just yeah. write the whole thing in like five minutes i remember one time that happened we made on oi yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That That's a dope just, track. Yeah. We could play that. Could we? I would have to send it to you, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll I'll send it to you. I have it. Uh, no, I've got a more finished version. Oh, I haven't heard this either. So it's not that crazy. Oh, okay. Well. But it's, <laughs> I'm happy to play it because it's not going to come out for ages. So anybody that sees this will forget that it exists. <laughs> the way the song happened was, this was one of the first sessions we'd had in ages. I think it was mm. one of the first, and this was when you were living in Sydney. Yeah. And you just said, <clears throat> I kind of want something spacey. I think. Yeah. And then I just like. I was in the zone. Like, I had very simple drums that I went, wasn't happy with, but I was like, I'll keep going. And then I just kept adding. And then <coughs> I kind of just literally wrote a verse, like the full song in about, like, it felt like 10 minutes. And I was like, this is amazing. Oh, <laughs> this is going to come out never. <laughs> I think it was almost two years ago. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, I love this song. I need space, I need space, I need space. Oh, I won't be safe in these ways. I breathe pain. Oh, I, I need space, I need space, I need space. Oh, I won't see pain. I see pain. Oh, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I. Oh, I. Oh, I. 
picks and pockets, pick the proper ways to play and drop them. I was the kid with low drama, low social problems. I threw my fist because I came right out of school of hard knocks. I wasn't knocking on no doors, I had to fucking kick them. I didn't tackle kids in rugby, boy, I fucking flipped them. I flipped a bird at any white boy that called me nigga. I flipped my lip, boy, a child shouldn't go through none that. I knew they saw me as a Martian, treat me like a drum pad. They always poking me, claiming they just joke with me. When I flaunt the coach, then these fuck boys quoting me. Struggled to control my speech, anxiety was choking me. A boulder in my throat, couldn't move it so I won't be free. Yeah, and I wish I was overseas. Yeah, yeah listen to that one. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember when he was rapping. It. I was like, the bars were sick. I was like, the kicker doors always. I, 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 I can't say. I, I don't know football, but I remember hearing that bar. I was like, okay, this this is actually a sick track. And that, I think that's one of my favorite tracks that we've done. I love it. I love it. He's still choking, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting too hard on the raps. Yeah. <laughs> and you got another one too that let me be. Let me be honest. Which oh. we might. Yeah, this track you might is finished. Yeah, uh, if you want to play it now, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, this track, uh, I just like was mixing it right before we came and yeah, listening to it in the car. Yeah, yeah. So what is the plan? Are we gonna drop some stuff or is it? Be done, eh? Yes. This take time. I'm about to bust in the car, man. me and that me no I be really no acting no drama. will try to press me no So heartless, can't trust no compass. Y'all be backstabbing, and that shit is obvious. Won't be no target. I'm far from scarless. Can't be dependent on no, no, no friend. I'm also pretending. I'll be protecting all of my energy. No spending unless it's paying me. I ain't stressing yet. Let me be honest. It sounds fire, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. So that was the first time you listened to this mix. Or? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually. Like this is my issue. Like I, I don't. In my head, it's like five. Five percent is left. It's five percent left. Mm. And I think that's just like <coughs> the perfectionist in me. Like yeah. But I'm very keen to drop it. It's just, dropping stuff is hard. It is. <laughs> it, it is. And it's it, a mission. Yeah. And the day of drop, you'd think there's relief, but really you're just like trying to keep up with it. You're checking your phone constantly. Yeah. And oh, I, I imagine. <coughs> I wonder what it'd feel like to be like, like a triple like. A stars like celebrity, and when they drop a song, that like that feeling, I don't think it'd be, I don't think it'd be a comfortable feeling. <laughs> Why? Because we got some people already blowing up the comments wanting to know about that one. So you might be on <laughs> Triple A star celebrity right here. <laughs> I am <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, back to the celebrity, th- like, cause I, I feel like celebrities like. If if the like too much depends on how the release goes for them to be just sitting down and relaxing. Yeah. Like, I get that. Maybe as an independent artist, it's very different. The label would stress out more more about it than like the actual artist. Yeah. But 
I know when I drop a track, it's very like the day of is very stressful. I'm like, oh, do people actually like it? Yeah. I think that stress doesn't go away no matter how big you get. Yeah. And I don't know because I'm not big, but yeah. you know, I feel like no matter how big you get, that stress is always going to be what there. What about like someone like Snoop Dogg who just keeps dropping? Like, I, I feel like he he doesn't have that. He just doesn't nah, care anymore. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg's cool. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's calm. Like he, he doesn't have to stress about nothing yeah. when he drops. For sure. He, he does everything. Like, from, Have you seen his like, streams where he's just playing games? And yeah, he's, like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I think once you reach that level and when you've been doing something for so long that stress isn't there anymore yeah or maybe it is I don't know but I, I feel like it would be gone yeah. it's time tells yeah mm. also have you seen like how like a lot of artists have started streaming everything like T-Pain and everything like streaming everything is in what like Twitch uh, streaming, twi- like, yeah, yeah. Right, reacting yeah. to music and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's a massive thing, and you can get paid from it too, right? Yeah, like I, I'm pretty sure. Um, like, yeah, when when you stream, people can subscribe, and I think a subscribe costs Chuck like donations <coughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, the streaming, I think. I don't know who's donating to these rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to donate to me, bro. I'm broke. <laughs> I, I think you can make crazy money from it, though. Like, mm. like some people, but. <laughs> people who stream like as professional i think they're streaming like 16 hours a day or something mm, like, wow yeah like because the more you on it the more chance you have people to pay you or something right and then people clip it and stuff and put it on youtube and i think people are even insane. paying for their for their beats to get played yeah or to <coughs> get reacted to yeah you know? like so mm. that's a whole industry in, yeah. in itself now it's where people are going to they're not going to the radio anymore to find new music yeah going yeah like going, to streaming. going to streams and online yeah I, yeah there's definitely a lot of competitions like i know for beats and stuff like you can yeah. submit it i'm very against beat competitions same yeah. i'm against rap competitions yeah i'm like who are you like to tell that. me if like like not like that but it's like like i shouldn't be like your opinion shouldn't matter that much mm. like you know what I mean? Yeah, and I as well feel like music shouldn't be competitive. Yeah. Um, and I'm a very competitive person, but music's one of those things where I feel like it's not who's better, but it's who's good. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, is this good? Yes, and this can be good too. They can both be amazing. Yeah. They're not better than the other. They're just good in their own different ways. Yeah. That, that's funny you say that about competition because you're, you're – You've got a boxing heritage as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So that I kind of obviously has come out in that yeah. part of your uh, side of you. Yeah, I mean, my whole family is athletes, so we're all super competitive from that perspective. But um, yeah, and when it comes to boxing, I'm like life or death with it. But um, when it's music, it's a whole different thing. And I had to learn that. I used to be super competitive with my music, and I used to look at everything else and be like, am I better than this person? Am I better than that person? But Are you still boxing? You? I'm training, but I'm not fighting. I'm not competing in the moment. Do you think um, you'd compete in Tom's soon? <laughs> Probably not. I'm kind of sick of getting injured. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just so over that and, like, constantly dealing with, like, I've got arthritis in my hands and I've got a bad knee injury at the moment that I'm still nursing and, like, I just kind of kind of over dealing yeah. with that. At the same time, I'm thinking about, like, getting into playing some rugby and stuff. <laughs> like, but, like, I love sport as a social thing. Um, yeah. But now having it consume my life at this point in time is not something that I want. Yeah. Um, it used to be. 
Um, like it used to be my day in, day out. It was my main thing. But now I'm kind of at a point where I'm just like, I'm happy doing music yeah. and um, I'm happy not being injured all the time. Yeah. So, you know. I think like, as a, like even me when I was a kid, like I played, I love sport. I didn't care if I got yeah. injured. But now, like as you get older and you see like your friends get really injured from mm. sport, you're like, I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's how I feel. And I mean, I think it can be worth it, but I feel like you have to... You have to have the time and money or be in the right position to be able to dedicate 100% of your life to it for yeah. it to be worth it. And I'm not in that position. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to be in that position anytime soon. Yeah. So. Even like, like, um, because I know boxing, like, so, like, it also depends on the other person a lot. Mm. Like, if they actually, like, respect the rules and stuff, yeah. right? Like, sometimes they can go crazy. Like, I don't know <laughs> what you mean, but. I, like, you know when they like the what's it called the breath or something? They like yeah. ring the bell or like they yeah. stop playing, but they kill it, keep going and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I watch the UFC. I'm like, that's a bit much, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, boxing's yeah, boxing's real intense, and you can you can get seriously hurt, but at the same time, you have to really love it to be in it like yeah. that, and. And I do really love it, but then, yeah, at the same time, I don't have that time. I'm not in a position where I can commit myself 100% to it anymore. And because of that, I feel like I'm only going to get injured if I keep doing it. I'm not going to go anywhere with it properly unless I'm really 100% committed to it. So it's kind of at that point where I'm just like, I guess I'll just kind of put it to the side and just let my music be my main thing. Would you you keep sparring, though? Yeah, I love sparring. (laughs) I love sparring people. Would you... I'm really like interested in, like BJJ just from Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever like venture into that? Like, um, I am interested in that kind of stuff, but I I just don't want to really get my ass kicked in something where I'm a beginner at. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, I'm I'm at a level with boxing where I can walk into any boxing gym and I can be like, yo, can I spar? Yeah. And I'll be comfortable. I might get beat up by somebody. I might beat somebody up, but I'll be comfortable sparring. Whereas. I don't really want to get into, let's say, wrestling and just get slammed on the ground and just yeah. be like, wow, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I don't want to be in that position anymore. Like, if I'm going to do a sport, it has to be a sport that I kind of already know a bit. Yeah. So, yeah. boxing, cool. Basketball, cool. Rugby, cool. Yeah. Wrestling, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that, that I, I didn't think about it like that because, like, because it might, like, that shock factor of just a new sport. And yeah. Like, well, I didn't know, like, yeah. I didn't know it hurts this much or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, because when I'm like thinking about boxes and sh- shit, I'm like, oh, they don't care. They're just like, keep going. Yeah. But well, like, you don't, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. That's the thing. When you're doing it, there's no real pain. Like, oh. it, the adrenaline takes care of it. So, unless you get hit by a really good body shot, yeah. You don't feel anything. Yeah. In like, the moment. <clears throat> And then it comes back to haunt you. Oh, yeah. The next day you'll be feeling it. The next day you feel it. But that's that's part of it as well. Like, you learn to love that feeling as well of being, like, sore from, like, a hard workout or whatever. Were you producing music at that time as well? Um, So I started rapping when I was 14. And I started boxing when I was 9. And I stopped boxing competitively when i was 18 mm. um so yeah so, it yeah, did yeah. overlap quite a bit and then and what was that like sort of <coughs> being in the boxing ring and then going home and writing poetry and uh um, rap very different yeah, very different, different. not a lot of people were doing it at the time <laughs> um but uh 
it's kind of it was interesting having those two very different sides of venting because mm. they're both great yeah, for venting so like yeah. boxing is great for obviously venting your aggression and stuff but also venting any type of emotion that you have i'm a big believer in that <laughs> even happiness you've got to vent yeah um like any anything that you experience you've got to put it back out into the world otherwise it just kind of muddles up inside of you and you never get rid of it so um boxing is great for that but obviously music is also great for that in the in a very different way um it's very it's very direct to the emotions that you're venting i feel like music is whereas boxing is just more about using your energy to get rid of um everything if that makes sense yeah do you find that like the discipline boxing takes translated into like music <laughs> no because music's a very different type of discipline yeah. um music is something where you you with both you have to do it every day that's the one thing that is important but i feel like music it's a it's not hard to be like okay let's go right yeah Okay. Whereas boxing, it's hard to be like, okay, let's get up at 5 a.m. in the morning so I can go for a 5K run. Yeah. That's difficult. Whereas music doesn't require that type of discipline. So I feel like I find music easier than boxing, definitely. Yeah. The barrier of entry, like, just yeah. keep going. Yeah. 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 And one one final thing I wanted to ask you about was you were combining your uh, study with uh, your music career at one point at the festival you had a story oh, that yeah. you were, uh, you were um, studying in the backstage oh, at area. Spilt Milk. Yeah. At Spilt Milk. And, yeah. I, and you posted a story about that and I wanted to hear more about it because oh. it sounds fucking interesting. <coughs> you're, you're also doing that too, combining the two. Yeah. Um, well, I'm still studying now. Like I'm in uni and to me like studying, I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to studying. Like I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And what happened was Spilt Milk was... I think the day before one of my exams, one of, it was maths yeah. too. And like, I love maths. So I wanted to do this <laughs> exam. And I, I remember talking to Arcana, like when we met up for like rehearsals. Yeah. Like, yeah. Should I study there? Like I kind of need to for my exam. Yeah. Arcana was like, definitely do it. Like imagine like, like, um, like imagine one of the artists come in and like, that'll be sick. They'll just start like seeing you studying and they'll be, that'll be like an actual like clout moment. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it, it actually, it like, was. I didn't um, think it happened. That's how you met. Uh, was it Arno? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's how sick. I met Arno Faraji yeah. and Richmore, DJ Richmore. Shout out them. DJ. I was just studying. DJ Richmore comes over and he's like, are you, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm like, I'm studying. And then he's like, he just pulls out his phone. It starts with me. He's, he's like, like, big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and I told you. Yeah. It, actually, it was surprising that it actually like paid off. Like, I, I, I didn't think anything would happen for it. In fact, while I was studying, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm at a festival. Why am I yeah. studying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how did the test go? The test actually went really good. So yeah. I, yes. It worked. Everything yeah. worked out in the end. That's great. That, it was a great week. <laughs> and like, I think what was really cool about it is like DJ Richmore and Arno Faraji, like they didn't just like, it just, we didn't just meet them at the festival. We kind of like kept in touch. Yeah. Yeah. We're still in touch with them now, yeah. which is dope. Yeah. And it, it's crazy. Like, like life just happens, I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh well, that was so sweet, man. Like, thank you for coming in and uh, sharing your stories. Yeah. It's been a mad uh, pod and uh, thanks for joining us. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.